Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. All right, Alex. Well, hey, man. I apologized to Contavious Caldwell Pope early on in this podcast for what he did this year. I think maybe we owe somebody else, both of us this time, an apology. Alex Regla, what's going on, man? How you doing? We're here, we're here on a Tuesday night after the Lakers win game three over the Rockets, uh, 112 to 102. How you doing? I'm good. I'm trying to, like, uh, catch my breath from that game. Yeah. Like, we record literally right after it ends, so, mm-hmm. so it's as fresh as possible, but uh, I'm ready to light some candles, uh, say some prayers, do whatever I can. Uh, Rondo, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I did not see this coming. Um, I don't even care if it's fool's gold. Like, he won us two playoff games. Like, that's a lot in itself. Uh, I'm just trying to come to grips with all this. Rajon Rondo, 30 minutes. 8 of 12 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3-point, 9 assists, 21 points, a plus 7 tonight. Um, I guess playoff Rondo is a thing, um, and that's what I've been learning these last couple games, and I'm surprised to see it, and I am very excited to see it. Um, I've always of the belief, listen, I've been saying it, and I will continue to say it, and it's obvious, LeBron's going to get his. AD's going to get his. Where's the other thing going to come from? And it's been Rondo the last two days. Today, I legit, no one can see me in my office. I have a smile on my face right now. Like, because it's just like, what? What? Like, yeah. it's fantastic. There, it's the level of disbelief that, yeah, you just kind of chuckle at. It's just funny. Like, I was just laughing that fourth quarter because, like, oh, man, if I'm a Houston fan, I, 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 I would feel horrible just because, like, Rondo's the one beating you in the fourth quarter. Like, if mm-hmm. it's LeBron or AD, like, fine. Like, those guys are superstars. It's like if Austin Rivers did it to the Lakers. Oh, man, that'd be brutal. Uh, yeah. So I don't even want to think about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't, again, 30 minutes is just so much for Rajon Rondo, mm-hmm. but he earned it tonight. Like, I have yeah. no critique of it. I don't even know if he sat in the fourth quarter. It felt like he played all that fourth quarter, but... Uh, that lineup in the fourth quarter and Rondo was a huge part of it. Just, I mean, R- Rondo's shot making in the fourth quarter won us the game. He hit those couple threes, that couple mm-hmm. layups. Like, he won us that game in the fourth quarter just with his scoring. And that's just uh, insane. Say, say that Say that again. Like, when you say it out loud, Rondo won us the game with his scoring. He, he, he did. He hit two huge threes. He hit a huge three in the third quarter, I think, as well. Um... He had a couple layups there that were just, you know, breakaway layups, but those count. Like you said, we know what LeBron and AD are going to give you, but to get 21 from Rondo and nine assists, that's over yeah. 40 points generated from one guy in Rajon Rondo. When you add those up, like, that's enormous. Lakers didn't have uh, any player uh, on the negative side on the plus minus. Uh, LeBron turned into Dikembe Mutombo today. I believe he had four blocks, all of them at the rim. Just insane game from LeBron. And if you look at the box score, 36 points, seven rebounds, five assists, four blocks, AD with 26, 15, and six. So those two guys just doing their thing. And uh, Anthony Davis, very efficient today. No three-point shots taken. 9 of 13, mm-hmm. 8 from 11 from free throw. That's very impressive to me. I've said this too. 
I don't want to see Anthony Davis shoot threes against the Rockets. This is something that I don't think he needs to do because of the size. If you're not going to play Dwight Howard, if you're going to pull JaVale McGee after seven minutes, AD is going to be on their court as your five, and he there's no reason why he should be taking threes. There really isn't. Um, and he didn't do it tonight. He was very efficient. Um, those things, those stood out to me. And the other thing that stood out to me, and then we'll go into more detail about it, the Lakers only gave up 40, no, 38 points to yeah. the Rockets in the second half. 38 points. The Rockets scored 33 in the first quarter. They only gave up 38 points in the second half. And honestly, I, I saw a tweet, and I'll find it to give proper credit, and it was so true. Um, the Lakers did such a good job of getting the ball out of James Harden's hands. And once they did that, once he only passed it once, he never got the ball back. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. You know, they, they started doubling him in the second half. Yes. Um, it's uh, at Tim underscore NBA. Um, tweeted that out and we retweeted it on silver screen and roll and it was so obvious that just Harden just did not look comfortable today he finished well, I mean, obviously he finished with 33 points but it was a different second half than that first half those are the things that stood out to me I, I yeah like the defense it's gonna get understated maybe just because of these huge performances scoring wise from these guys but again I, the defense was just amazing in the second half and in the fourth quarter and that's I, I tweeted out that's two fourth quarters in a row where the Lakers have beat the Rockets by 10 points, and that's kind of decided the game. And it's mostly because of their defense. Like, the Rockets only scored 17 points in the fourth quarter last game, and they only scored 20 points in the fourth quarter this game, which is, like, way below what you would expect the Rockets team to shoot. And, like, a huge number that I kind of blows my mind right now is the Rockets only took 30 threes this game. And to compare, do you know how many threes they took last game? I don't. 53. Wow. So they made a like really concerted effort to make sure you they ran them off the line, and that hurt them in the first half when mm-hmm. Harden just got to the rim and Westbrook got to the rim. But it seemed like that was something the Lakers were just kind of fine, like just giving up those twos, knowing that uh, at least they're not losing that three-two math battle that the Rockets try to win. So just uh, forcing them to only take thirty threes feels like a big accomplishment. It really does. And it was it was like a weird first half, too, because, you know, LeBron had such a monster first or first half. I believe he finished with like 20 some 28 points or something like that. And they, they think the score was 64, 62 at the half. And uh, it was the Lakers had one basket in transition. The Rockets were killing him in transition. Um, the Lakers just had so many turnovers in that first half. And then I don't know what the switch was flipped whether it was simply the fact like hey we're going to double harden and then everything's going to be a scramble after that was it simply that i i, I think um th- they came down to earth a bit too like they were just making everything in that first quarter like they again they were just hitting all their threes harden was just getting to the paint when they wanted those doubles were a lot more uh they were working a bit better in the second half and also the ro- those rotations were a lot crisper Everybody was kind of making the rotation. There's a lot of like finger pointing in the first half. Like, hey, like again, a lot. Gordon's left open. Why are we doubling Westbrook, leaving Harden open? A lot of these kind of dumb errors that they're making. But in the second half, that really didn't happen. Everybody was really crisp. Everybody's running at guys. And there's a lot of shots that would come at the end of shot clock, I noticed, in that second half. And that's just forced because everybody's rotating to the right spot. And when you do that, and you take the ball out of Harden's hands. Like, that's a huge win for the defense. 
Um, LeBron James' defense was great tonight. Anthony Davis, like, they just smothered him down below in the second half, too. There's so many times where they just got to Anthony Davis, and he just bottled them up. And I know Westbrook made, like, a crazy shot in the fourth quarter, but it was such a good defensive performance in the second half. How can the Lakers just start better, though? Obviously, I'm not talking offensively because they did score more in the first half than the second, but how do they start better defensively against the Rockets? Because we saw it last game. They came out and 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 started incredibly well but on game two. Is it, like, I guess I'm just basically asking, like, what is the biggest difference that, that you saw? It's I mean, it's so weird because it's like both these games, there's been adjustments for both teams. Like, we saw the Lakers go to a lot of zone in, the, in that last game. And in this game, it was a lot more straight doubles to Harden just getting the ball out of his hands and... Uh, again, I think it's just a matter of how locked in the Lakers' defense is and how much they execute the game plan. Like, we can see, like, even in this play, like, LeBron had to keep them afloat for a lot of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like almost all three quarters, like, they could have been down 8, 12 points if LeBron just wasn't carrying this team on his back. But, again, the defense does have to lock in, like, quicker because I don't know if you can count on just all right well no matter on what, rondo we'll, scoring that, 21 that's points a huge thing like obviously he's gonna come down to earth obviously uh I, I mean houston's shooting well but you could like almost assume they can still shoot better which is crazy but yeah, i don't know if rondo is gonna save you every game which is insane can i ask you a question going back to rondo and yeah. and and about say maybe not saving you every game but i can we see a starting lineup adjustment for the next game because you're not going to play McGee. I mean, you played him seven minutes and then you bailed. So can we see Rajon Rondo starting game four? I think they're going to stick with McGee. I think they're fine giving him six, seven minutes to start the game. Like, uh, we saw, like, they can just make that second half sub for him and not play him, and they're already not playing Dwight. But I still think you want McGee in there at least to start. Like, I I think... I, they're they're getting short on rotation as it is. Like J.R. Smith got minutes somehow tonight. Um, like I think the rotation is going to get a bit shorter, but I still think they want to keep things intact. And uh, again, exposing Rondo to more time and to against against starters like more often, I think you're just asking for trouble. I think right now, where Rondo is, I think they found a little sweet spot for him. Again, 30 minutes seems like a lot, but he's earned it. So I, I would be shocked if they sub McGee out at this point. Um, I'm not going to go as far as to apologize to Rondo because I felt like as much as we didn't really want to give him a lot of minutes, um, the, what he did in the regular season, we just didn't really see it in the box score a lot of times. And when Frank Vogel said yesterday, like what the way we measure Rondo is in swag, that's the, the team confidence that's on the group. I was like, that's the first time you actually gave us an answer, Frank Vogel, as to why Rondo's playing all these minutes, whether you laugh at the answer or that's not really just, an answer, right? Right. But that's like the only time sure. he's ever said, well, he's doing this because we, we this he does this for us. Um, I. I would I wouldn't be surprised if if Rondo does start eventually because, I mean yeah like you said Javel played seven and then you don't see him the rest of the game Dwight's not in the game, and it's crazy that the Rockets with their eight man rotation and two of the guys only playing ten and eleven minutes so really it's like almost a six man rotation yeah. um, 
like it's crazy how they make you play their game like you can wait you can beat them at playing their game because you can do defensive adjustments like double hard in or you can just leave russell westbrook wide open obviously today not as bad of a game as he had previously but um you can do that and you could win a game and to hold the rockets to 102 when you've seen him score 150 160 it's it's a very impressive thing that the lakers did today so i mean i wouldn't be surprised if rondo starts um just because he is playing so well and we have seen that vogel rides the hot hand so it's like maybe vogel sees it like well why am i really going to go out and waste you know five minutes like javel mcgee had a foul and a turnover today that was it yeah i mean i don't know like i i think in his mind he's going to be like why if, if we were down one two i can see them making that adjustment but winning the last two games um usually is it when coaches start to shuffle things around I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he does, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't see it, but uh, again, with the Rondo thing, like we were joking, obviously he's played really well the last two games, uh, and that kind of, that doesn't really cover up how bad he was this season overall. Um, I hope he at least plays close to being a positive the rest of the way, but we do have to worry a bit of him regressing. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. So... Uh, I mean, I think there there are elements that can continue. Like, I, I'm not sure what you think. Like, what? But he's not going to shoot three for five from three every night. He's not. Gonna one thing that it's gonna. The one thing that I've noticed today, and I hope that it continues, is that when you do have Rondo and LeBron, and sometimes Caruso and Co- well, when you do have Rondo and LeBron on the court, it frees up the other guys to like run around. It's not just one guy that can control the ball; it's two guys. And today, you saw Kuzma make so many cuts yeah. into the basket, and he was efficient today. He shot seven of ten and finished with fourteen points. So I like that. I like when you do have Rondo and LeBron. It frees up LeBron to make basket to make runs to the basket. It frees up LeBron to make other passes to guys. So I like when. Let's just say, okay, Rondo doesn't score 21 points to next game, which I'm probably sure he's not going to. But I like what the team looks like when both of them are on the court together. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. And it's kind of like a contradiction in terms of Rondo and LeBron playing together because there were like moments in the, I think it was the second or third quarter, where LeBron would drive to the basket and Rondo is kind of like the dunker spot, like usually where their center is, like waiting for that dump off pass. But since Rondo's not really a shooter, he was there, and that clogs up the paint. But when Rondo is out there with LeBron, he can kind of, like, he, just dribbling the ball up the court with Rondo saves LeBron's legs a bit for, like, the rest of the game and allows him to uh, focus on scoring more. And Rondo had nine assists this game. Like, that's something other players on this team just didn't do for most of the season because LeBron had to carry everything in terms of playmaking. Um, he had nine assists last game too. Like that's a ton of playmaking from a guy that's not LeBron, and that takes a lot of uh, of the weight off his shoulders in terms of playmaking, and it allows him to be more aggressive scoring. I thought early on we saw how aggressive LeBron was from the get go, and I think that has to do with just not having to worry about playmaking as much because you have a guy like Rondo out there who can do some of that. Have you also been impressed by Rondo's defense? He like he's pest like he, he creates turnovers like he he bugs people huh he does uh i i obviously there's he's small like that's gonna hurt him in certain spots he does miss rotations but like for the most part like yeah he's creating turnovers i think he was someone tweeted this out earlier uh i forget who but i think he's like second 
in the playoffs in terms of like deflection so far which I, I think that speaks to how active he's been just getting his hand in the passing lanes and stuff and I think at five steals last game so he's at least kind of creating turnovers and that's something this team really needed tonight because Houston did a really good job taking care of the ball it was interesting to see the stat that TNT showed oh by the way today was a TNT only game Stan Van Gundy's great yeah he he's is. so good yeah, yeah he's so good and it's such a difference uh between like Chris Webber and, and other guys like <laughs> Reggie Miller like those guys are just entertaining I think whether and, and obviously Chris Webber if you just search Chris Webber when he's calling a game it's 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 a bloodbath but he, SVG was so good I hope he calls more games that's just a side note because he was he I was learning things watch listening to him because I normally watch the Laker channel I just I I love Stu Lance so I just like his voice yeah. it's just nostalgic for me um but I felt like I learned a lot in this game with Stan Van Gundy. He was so good. No, he, he uh, yeah, I am a huge fan of the Stan Van Gundy uh, little thing. But I, I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking over this box score because a lot of this is wild to me. Like the bench, uh, not just Rondo, but Kuzma was fantastic this game. I thought, especially in that second half, I thought his cutting was great. And to the Rondo point, he, he finds Kuzma when he cuts. Like when he has the ball, where a guy like Caruso might not be able to find him. Uh, Caruso, just again, another plus seven in the box score. Played really good defense, I thought, in the second half. Hit that big three in the fourth quarter. And they needed that bench because the starters, besides LeBron and AD, only had eight points total in mm -hmm. KCP, Danny Green, who just continued Danny to kind of struggle offensively. I was, I was going to let Danny Green slide today. But since you said his name, Danny Green. I mean, if he's if he's not even gonna make layups, oh, that was like, a come, rough one. Come on, man. It, there, there's like yips going on now. Now we're now we're looking at yips with Danny Green. I think there's something mentally just not there, where you just gotta have a game where he just makes a few and snaps out of it because he's just not contributing on the offensive side. And honestly, when you brought up finger pointing, a lot of the times it was pointed at Danny Green today. Yeah, it, I, I think I think it is, he's in his head a bit. I think we saw that in the bubble, those games where he was passing up threes. And I was like, oh, no, that's the last thing I want from him. Mm -hmm. I'd rather him miss the three than pass it up. Um, uh, yeah, that blown layup was rough. Um, I did like his activity, at least getting offensive rebounds. He had three, which is a lot for him. Um but yeah, yeah did you tweet did you tweet something about that about him following up his shots today yeah I, I i didn't tweet that exactly but i did tweet like i liked his activity just getting extra possessions like that if you're not going to score you got to do other things offensively like set screens or uh chase rebounds down i thought he did a good job with that yeah um have you been surprised of the first three games that caruso and rondo are playing so many minutes together no like i i think that they were working well i thought in the regular season um i think they they work well off each other I, I do worry when those two are on the floor about the spacing like again like we're not going to take these two games as a huge sample but those guys aren't really respected shooters out there I, i'm surprised houston didn't sag off more of those guys today i think because rondo did make his threes that they couldn't leave him as much today and, and clog the paint because i thought lebron had a lot of open driving lanes today yeah he did um i like i, I mean i've there's been a lot of weird like rotations that Vogel's experimenting with. Uh, obviously, when he threw in J.R. Smith today for three minutes, yeah. that was a weird one. Was not expecting that. Um, 
but I do like the Rondo, Caruso, LeBron lineup with AD and, and probably Kuzma. That That is a lineup that I seem to like. Um, I'm not sure, like, their efficiency when they're – I don't have those stats in front of me. Just from the eye test, though, I do like that particular lineup for them. Uh, is, is that the marquee – is that the AD? Which lineup is AD, that? AD, LeBron, Kuz, Caruso, and Rondo. AD, LeBron, Kuz, Rondo. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that or was is that it, the fourth quarter or, lineup, right? I think so, yeah. yeah that, that that lineup seems to be working. That's, no, that was Morris. Not, I don't think it was Kuzma. I think it was Morris. Uh, okay. I think both of those have been good, interchangeable, and I think both have worked. Um, yeah, we saw Morris have a crazy game last game. I was going to ask you, how, how have you thought Markeith Morris has looked these last two games? Because he's yeah, getting a I'm, big run. Yeah, he is getting a big run, but I think he's solid defensively. Not like fantastic, but he's a, he's a good body. And obviously, not today, but game two, he had what was it, four of four, five of five from three, yeah. something like that. Um, that is unexpected. Like Rondo's unexpected. <laughs> I don't think anybody's expecting that to happen. But I've been pretty. I've been. I've been. Ha- I've not had a problem with Morris playing as many minutes as he's as he's playing. What about you? Yeah, I think he's fine. Like I think it, they're playing him in that small ball center role. That I think. Like, the minute they signed him and they played him a few games in the regular season, we all kind of envisioned him. Like, oh, if they play Houston, like, I, I would it be surprised if he plays that small ball uh, center. And he did a lot of that in the second half. And, yeah, I think he's been sound defensively. Like, he's not the quickest guy out there. But I think, he, again, he, he is kind of like a brick wall. He's kind of like Tucker in that regard where he's very physical. Um, he didn't make his shots today, but I thought – he was just a plus out there. I thought he's a good guy to have, and uh, he's been someone they relied upon these last two games, and they're playing him a lot. And if they're not going to play Dwight at all, and Javel's only going to get like a one-quarter stint, yeah, Marquise Morris is going to get a lot of run. Um, the Lakers, I believe, tweeted out that LeBron James has now the most playoff wins of all time. Do you know who he passed for most playoff wins of all time? It's Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Yeah. That's a good trivia question. Yeah, it is. That is such a good trivia Derek Fisher. But LeBron James now has 162 career playoff wins. That's most NBA history. He passes Derek Fisher and Tim Duncan is third with 157. Wow. And LeBron, he's having a crazy, crazy playoffs. Uh, averaging 29 points, 9.6 assists, 9.1 rebounds. Just absolutely no 9.6 rebounds nine assists 41 percent from three 58 percent from the field but i won't bring up his field his free throw <laughs> stats because that sucks no i mean i think we're seeing playoff lebron like especially I, we saw it today like those chase down blocks he doesn't do that in the regular season he doesn't go after yeah. every shot we saw that today and it it's insane he would have got a fifth if his thumb didn't get stuck he on the, on the rim high. yeah <laughs> Yeah, like to see that up close, like you can always watch it from afar, like when he was with Cleveland and kind of appreciate it, like with Miami and stuff. But to actually see it like in the Laker uniform, it's pretty absurd. Like it's just insane. You know how like we say like how long can LeBron really do this for? It doesn't. If you saw the game and you had no idea how old LeBron James, you wouldn't ever say he's 35 years old, about to be 36. It's it's he continues to do it at such an incredible level that you know now you start getting tweets about like you know maybe he still is the best player in the NBA not Kawhi Leonard you know not Giannis it's it's that's how good he still is at the age of 35 that he's up in the conversation of the best still playing he's so good 
he he was incredible too. Like I said, he carried them for a lot of that game. They were not locked in for about that first half. They were pretty rough defensively. They were scoring as much as they could because of LeBron, and really he he made sure they didn't lose this game just by being dominant. And yeah, I I, I to say these last two games how locked in he's been, how good he's been. I'm just so impressed. Um, were you surprised when they put up the graphic on TNT about the Rockets defense, how good it's been in the playoffs? I, I Because I did, like, statistically, I was like, damn. Yeah, I think they're, like, sec- second or something, Second? Right? Yeah, second, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, they've been good since they got Covington. Like, that's that's a really good team. And a lot of it is because they play a short rotation. They've kind of been in playoff rotation since they got Covington. They don't play yeah. a lot of guys. They've kind of, that's their group. They And again, you have to have, really dedicated superstars shooters to kind of score against them because they can switch everything tucker and covington are so valuable for them like that like i hope covington's okay because he took a really nasty elbow there from ad mm-hmm. uh if he misses any time like i don't see houston winning next game if they don't have covington he's that valuable for yeah, them. we don't actually ever get a shot of his face we did see blood on yeah. his headband um, and I, I'm scrolling through to see if there's any update, and I haven't seen any as of 9:20 on tonight on Tuesday. So we'll see what happens with that because that did look pretty. Even like AD was hurt for a little bit, and you're always like, dude, how do you get hurt in the most random ways every single game? <laughs> like someone falling into your hip. He's very like for how fluid of an athlete he is, how incredible of an athlete he is. He's very clumsy, isn't he? Like, like yeah. he's always just falling over. <laughs> I wonder, like, it's maybe a stupid question, but I always wonder, like, he did have that growth spurt where he, like, grew, like, eight inches in the summer, right? I wonder if, his, if he ever just adjusted. Yeah, I was going to say, I have, a, I have a nephew <laughs> who kind of had a big growth spurt over the summer, and he just suddenly became really tall. And he's constantly getting injured. Like, I don't think he knows how to use his legs yet in terms of, like, this newfound height. And I always think of AD as similar. Like you said, he just kind of had this random growth spurt. And he's kind of still like this point guard inside, but he's just trying to learn his new like superpowers he has now. And he's always just falling over randomly and bumping into people. Yeah, well, let, let's just hope that that's not I mean, he finished the game, so we don't think it's a serious yeah, injury, yeah. but hopefully it isn't anything at all. Because if AD's out, I think that's a lot bigger blow than Covington being out. But that's just that's just me. Um, Alex, any other details about tonight's game? Um Obviously, the big news of, of the NBA, the Bucks were eliminated. Peace out, Giannis, the Heat advance there. Um, the Lakers are up 2-1. to one. I got to look at the schedule to see how many games they could possibly play. But the time we're back, which is if if they need, they will play three more games by the time we're back. Uh, last thing, just on that fourth quarter, um, they just released the lineup data. And in those first four minutes, I think it was the lineup of LeBron, Rondo, Markeith, Caruso, and Kuzma, I believe, was that group that started that fourth quarter. Okay. Um, they were a plus seven in that fourth in the, in those four minutes, and they shot five for seven from the field, two two of three from three, four assists, and they had two steals. Like that, those first four minutes were so good for that lineup. It's like a seventeen-five run, something like that. Saw, yeah, like the uh, that group again, that Rondo, Caruso, Kuzma, Morris, LeBron group were so good in that fourth quarter yeah maybe we'll see more of it yeah i wouldn't be surprised was there something else that you saw or that kind of stuck out to you that like oh i, I, I hope we see I, more of or something I, uh i i mean yes i hope we see more of rondo scoring 21 points a game 
I mean, to me, honestly, that stood out. The defense in the second half and Rondo. Those are the, yeah. the and I get, and it's crazy because LeBron had a crazy good game, but those are the two things that stood out to me. Is what Rondo's performance is going to be? It's it's going to be what's talked about by other talking heads on television tomorrow, and the defensive performance, which no one will talk about, in the second half was incredible. I mean, there's no other words for it. They allowed 38 points to the Rockets in the second half. Um, those two things, are, to me, are the stories of the game. No, yeah. And LeBron's blocks. And LeBron's blocks. Those were legit. All four of them. So, uh, I mean, it's just 2-1. How, how confident are you? Do you think they figured something out? Oh, our out? question. Ooh. Um, well, you know, it was, it was weird because the last game, they had a big lead and they gave it up. Yeah. And then they had to, like, fight through it in the fourth quarter. Like you said earlier, they had a, a, a really good fourth quarter. Today, it was just close the whole way and then pulled away in the second half or the fourth quarter. Um, I don't think that they've like figured it out. I don't think, uh, because the anomaly of Rondo today, but I obviously if he keeps that going, they figured it out, but that's, that's, uh, a doubt, you know, do you think they figured it out? It's tough. Like they had two outlier performances. We had Rondo today. We had Markeith Morris hitting four threes, four for four from three the last game. And they had a really good Rondo last game too. Unless this is just what Rondo is, and this is just the new normal with Rondo, um, that does kind of concern me. Um, the only thing that, like... There are anomalies, but we, me and you have both said that the third guy has to step up and it's going to be somebody different every that's game. That's true. No, that's, that's true. And like I was going to say, like, in terms of Houston, like the Lakers didn't play well tonight, I wouldn't say. They only shot 33% from three, and I think that's kind of even skewed because of those Rondo threes late. Like they were shooting less than 29% going into it. They had 13 turnovers. They missed, I think, seven free throws. Like they were really sloppy today, and they still won. Um, Houston played, they shot 40% from three. They had uh, nine turnovers. That's it. They played a short rotation. Like I'm not sure how much better Houston can play. Is what is kind of where. Oh, my that's a good is. point. Well, that's an interesting observation. I never thought of it in that way. How much better can Houston actually play? Because I mean, this was like a game where Westbrook. I'm. He didn't have a terrible game, right? So is this as good as he can be right now? The, the thing is with Westbrook. Okay, so he took more shots than Harden did tonight. He took 24 shots. Harden took 23. That. That's not a good night for Westbrook, in my eyes. If he's shooting 24 shots, I think that's a win for the Lakers. But he's not shooting 16% from three tonight. It's so, true. So, like, yeah, did he have a great game? No, but is this as good as he can be right now? A lot of those. He was ch- pumped up, man. He was pumped up in that fourth quarter. He was talking trash. He, him and when AD, he made that shot against Anthony I was Davis. Say, him and AD have a little something going on, I think, uh, these last two games. Yeah. Uh, so, look, I agree with you that I don't think it was a great game, and I don't think that – I, but I – think this is maybe as good as he can be right now he was a negative 14 tonight westbrook uh again like he shot really well but again all those shots felt like shots the lakers would live with they're all jumpers oh yeah and he's not a good jump shooter like he's historically bad Uh, again it's similar to rondo like if he's gonna he's gonna beat you then you gotta almost live with it like hell like just tip your cap to him but if he's taking the ball out of harden's hands like hey go for it like beat us Westbrook like I, I think I'll live with that yeah well you know I guess we're gonna see what happens they will play at least two more games that's gonna be Thursday and Saturday I believe 
that's how it goes every other day, right? I think so, yeah. Every other day. Yeah, so they'll play Thursday and Saturday for sure, TNT and ESPN games, and then we'll see if they need a game after that. So uh, what do you think? Will there be three more games, or will there? is this over? Two more and done. Man, it's tough. I think if Covington's okay, um, I think Houston might get hot one of these games. I think they might just scorch us and the Lakers go cold or they're sloppy with the rotations. I think Houston might win one of these games. Um, four, to, four to two sounds right to I, me. I, do, I thought six games was always going to be like the safe bet. I, I, I think the same thing. Four to two. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We, we've been agreeing in the, during the playoffs, so we'll see what actually happens um, next time. I think we both said two and one by the time we pre- uh, yes, we, from so. last week. So, um, you know, if, if it's a trend that the Lakers only lose the first game and then win the next four, I mean, I'm, I can live with that. But... <laughs> Uh, we'll see what happens. They'll play again Thursday night at four at four o'clock. Oh, interesting time. Oh, four Thursday. o'clock. What is going on? Okay. <laughs> Thursday at four p.m. on TNT. Wow. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, that I'm sure they appreciate it. You know, not playing at nine p.m. at night every day. Yeah. So. We'll see. Alex, uh, at Alex M. Regla, that's you on Twitter. Follow him. Any throwdowns newsletter? Oh, man. I, it might be, I it know, might I be know the answer. <laughs> I knew the answer. I, I appreciate you asking, though. Um, yeah, it's still there. Um, you guys can go and read the like the archives and stuff. Eventually, it'll be updated. It's throwdowns.substack. But, yeah, like I've mentioned, a lot of shows uh, gone back to working at the school and stuff, and doing Zooms with all the students. So that's been hectic um but yeah like if you guys are interested in that it's it's free Uh, it'll eventually come out again all right so follow him at alex m regla on twitter i'm alex padilla at alex padilla 86 you can follow me there on twitter i tweet a lot about padres but i also tweet sometimes about (laughs) lakers uh are you nervous about how good we are dodger fan uh no i know you're not i know you're not <laughs> I, I like the padres I i'll say that i'm not i don't i don't hate the padres or anything like the giants right why would you we've never bothered exactly. you a day in your life i yeah. love the city so, i love the stadium i like their young players a lot they're very fun um i like their jerseys I, I, there's a lot to like about the padres there is and it's it's very 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 rare to say here in, in san diego uh, also shout out to all the firefighters fighting in the, the fires yeah. out there man it's it is crazy i don't know how it is in la but the it, uh, it looks like the apocalypse outside um you can't tell if it's the sun or the moon in the middle of the day um uh, it's so smoky and red and, and crazy so i don't know how it is in la same it's fires like literally everywhere it's uh, pretty yeah. scary out there I was in Big Bear this weekend, um, staying in my cabin because there's so many people in Big Bear, mm-hmm. like so many people. It took me two hours to get down the mountain because there was traffic bumper to bumper the whole way down. Um, and the smoke up there was like crazy. Like being at that elevation, it just it's still all smoke. It's crazy. So shout out to all the firefighters. If you guys are listening, thank you for, your, for all the job you're doing out there. Uh, follow this podcast on twitter at lakers sbn we're taco tuesday someone someone podcasts every single day there subscribe on apple spotify silverscreenroll.com to get all your lakers news at alex m regla for whenever he writes a throwdowns newsletter i promise it's really good so subscribe and wait for it and uh we will talk to you guys next week where the lakers have either advanced or they're still playing we'll see what happens alex thanks again and have a good one you too man thank you